Hello, and welcome to Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. So, you're looking for more life, more to your purpose, and more to accomplish. You're not interested in being average. You're committed to going after your vision, achieving big things because you want to make a difference. You want a thriving and fulfilling life, accomplishing your dreams and goals, but there's something in the way. Instead of really fulfilling your purpose in achieving your dreams, you find yourself frustrated more than being fulfilled or feeling stuck instead of succeeding. You're tired of living each day, each week, and each month as a repeat of the last. You need a change. Now, these are the words of my very special guest today, Terry Savelle Foy. Terry, God bless you, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You're speaking my language. <laughs> now, Terry, this was your story, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Tell me about it. Well, you know, I have to tell you from the beginning, because gosh, God's done so many amazing things in our my life and in our ministry. But can I just bring up a story that has to do with your dad? Sure, whatever you want us to talk about. Oh my goodness! You know, you you read all those cool things, and I got them right off. I, the... I got them right out of your bio. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, God has blessed us so big, and you know, we've um, we've gone over thirty million views on YouTube. We've got the Silver Play Award now. We've written a lot of books and stuff. But to appreciate all that, it's like you have to know the backstory. And your dad played such a big role in my life personally, just, just to tell this story real quick, because it's pretty fascinating. But years ago, I was at a Kenneth Copeland Believers Convention, and your dad walked in and stood on the front row right by my dad, Jerry Savelle, and I was sitting behind them. Well, my dad leaned over and said, do you remember my daughter, Terry? So... Oral Roberts turns around and gives me a big hug. And because it was your dad, all the TV cameras are on him. You know, everybody's watching. It's like 10,000 people in an <laughs> arena. So your dad looks at me and he said, there's something you're not letting go of. Oh, really? And I'm just standing there with the jumbotron on me. And he said, lift your hands. So I raised my hands and your dad started hitting my elbows and yelling, let go, let go, let go. Now, I actually have proof of that moment. Look at this. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, don't laugh at my bangs and my <laughs> thick hair. <laughs> and and I, won't ask, no. I won't ask what year that was either, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, as he told me to let go and all the TV cameras are on me, I just stood there thinking, of what? I literally didn't even know what he was talking about. Long story short, it wasn't until years later that it dawned on me that I had to let go of my past, let go of the shame, the guilt, the insecurity, the bad habits, if I was ever going to pursue the dreams that God put in my heart. So your dad was instrumental where I thought this was the most embarrassing thing in my life. It turned out to be the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me. That's wonderful. Isn't Terry, that awesome? Terry, you're known, you're known as a cheerleader, a God's, God's cheerleader. Tell me, how do you help people through your ministry? How do you reach out sharing what you've been through and, 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 and how to build people's expectations for the great life you know that God wants them to have? Yeah. Well, I always tell people, you know, I use a lot of props in my illustrations and I, I say, let's just imagine that it's pouring down rain and you run outside, jump in your car, 
car turns on fine, the lights work, the heater works, the radio works, everything's working. It's pouring down rain, except for one thing, <laughs> the windshield wiper. And I just explained that as long as your vision is impaired, you're not going anywhere. And it's the same with life. If you don't have a vision for your life, you're going to stay where you're at. And that was my story, Mr. Roberts. No, please you want me call to call me, you Richard. Please, please call me Richard. <laughs> but that was my story for so many years in my life. I had no vision and I just stayed where I was. Well, the Bible says and, without a vision, the people perish. So without, without a vision, it just seems like all is lost. Right. And that was my story. So when I graduated from college for 11 years of my life, I was just in a rut. I wasn't going anywhere. My income wasn't changing. My body wasn't changing. My relationships weren't changing because I had no vision for my life. So I literally tell people that you just start with a blank canvas. You just start with a blank canvas and you give yourself permission to dream. In fact, I remember years ago, we were decorating our offices and, you know, I was over in France ministering and they were back home putting hardwood floors in, painting the walls. And one of the girls on staff said, Terry, what do you want on this giant wall that your desk faces? I texted her back and I said, a vision board. And she texted me back, huh? What? <laughs> I said, I want a vision board. I want to put pictures and images of where I see the ministry going. Well, I got back from France and I saw the big court board that they put on the wall. I kept thinking, oh, I can't wait to put pictures up there. But I got busy and I was trying to get caught up on my work. But here's my point. I can't tell you how bad it bothered me every time I would look up from my desk and see nothing. And here's the point. If you see nothing, you can expect nothing. And that's where many people are today, Terry. Yes. And that's where I was for so many years. Well, it didn't take me long. I started putting images and pictures of, you know, just vision. Like, where do you want to go? How much money do you want to save? Would you like to write a book? What do you want your body to look like? I just started putting pictures of where I wanted my life to go. And I found out that there's a principle in the word of God that you become what you behold. Whatever you keep before your eyes, it will eventually show up in your life. So I teach people the power of not only having a vision, but write the vision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Texas, so this is just a normal pencil for us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Texas pencil. Okay. <laughs> yes. But you know, it's funny. I take this giant pencil everywhere as a reminder that you've got to get your dreams and goals in writing. You know, God's the one who came up with this success principle. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision make it plain, right? Well, you can sure so, make it plain with that. <laughs> that's the truth, yeah. But you know, a lot of times we think, oh, you know, I don't even know what to write and I'm not even sure if it's God and we just keep our dreams in our head if we even have dreams. But I found out, you know, successful people do this. Jim Carrey, Lady Gaga, Beyonce. I could go down the list, but most of them don't even know it's a principle from the word of God. Write the vision, make it plain. So, Richard, I was doing some research on this, and I found out that there was this professor at Virginia Tech who did research on successful people and goal setting. And he said he just walked up to random people and he said, what are your goals? He said 80% of the people he asked said, I don't have any. 80%. 16% said, I have some goals, but I've never written them down. 
3% said, I have some goals. I've written them at some point, but I don't know where they are. 1% said, I have goals. I've written them down and I review them on a consistent basis. He said, do you know who the 1% were? Millionaires. And the clues these millionaires gave us are number one, I have goals. Number two, I don't leave them in my head. I actually write them down. And number three, I'm constantly looking at them. Okay, now, Terry, just because you write this down, just yeah. because you, you, you make the vision plain, is it something that automatically happens overnight or does it take a period of time? It does take a period of time. And one of the, the clues from the word of God is we call those things that be not as though they are. That your mouth is the most powerful tool God has given you to live your dreams. And what's funny, Richard, is, you know, I teach at success conferences where they're not necessarily Christian based. And they'll tell me, you know, now be creative about what you say about the gospel. But I found out every success principle came from God's word. Even in these secular businesses that I teach, they understand the power of words. They just call them positive affirmations. But God is the one who said, call those things that be not as though they already are. Now that's your faith talking. Exactly. So after you make a vision board or you make a dream book, whatever you want to do, then you use your words to call it into existence. Mm -hmm. Speak by faith. That's how you release your faith. Now, you had no idea of this when you were growing up in the Jerry and Carolyn Savelle home, did you? You had no idea of this whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> in fact, in fact, you you were the you were weren't you the uh, were you the CFO or were you the the CEO of the, the Jerry Savelle Ministry for a number of years? Yes, I served my dad for twenty two years, eleven as the CEO. Okay. Yes. So you you thought your life was going a different direction? Exactly. And, you know, I was so honored and it, it was a, such a blessing to serve my dad. I thought I would do that for the rest of my life. And then the more I started practicing hearing God's voice and using the gift of the imagination, I would just start to wonder, I wonder if I'll ever help people. I wonder if I'll ever write books. I wonder if I'll ever help women in safe houses rescued from human trafficking. I just wondered. I wasn't even sure if it was God. But my dad taught me, he said, when you're in your prayer time with the Lord, always take a journal and a pen and practice hearing God's voice. And dad said, whatever comes up in your spirit, write it down. Even if you're not even sure, is this God or am I just making this up? So I just started practicing writing down things like I can picture myself writing a book one day, or I can picture myself getting a, a course into the school district and helping young people make their dreams bigger than their memories. I had no idea God was actually ordering my steps, but he was. So I think just the power of listening for God's voice. There's, you know, I heard Jim Rohn say that a life worth living is a life worth recording, that you've got to start practicing hearing God's voice and write down whatever you hear. I, that's the most important thing you've said so far is that you've got to write the vision down physically, not just yes. in your memory, because we can forget it's easy to right. forget. Uh, you know, my, my memory is not as good. I'm not sure my memory was ever that great to begin with. But but my wife is constantly saying to me, and by the way, she just loves you. She said, Richard, you've got to write it down. She said, you've got to have a journal. You've got to have a day timer. You've got to write these things down. Well, it, it's not the way that I am. However, I'm learning how. I'm learning how, Terry, to do that. Now, you've got a tremendous background. You've got a great family. You have a great husband, Rodney, my good buddy, who's a mountain of a man, a huge, about <laughs> six foot five, big, big, strong guy. And you have a wonderful yeah. daughter. Share a little bit about your family. 
Yes. So Rodney and I have been married for 30 years now, which is a testimony in itself. Because are you, sure, not you're, are you sure you're old enough to have been married 30 years? Are you sure? <laughs> I got the proof right here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a testimony in itself, too, because I didn't share. You know, when your father told me to let go, part of the stuff I had to let go of was the shame from my past because I got pregnant my senior year of college at Texas Tech. I got pregnant before marriage. I was laying in my apartment in Lubbock, Texas, scribbling in my journal, I want to die. Because I thought it was the biggest disgrace of the Savelle family. I was so ashamed. And I told my roommates, I said, I can't bear to tell my parents what I've done. I said, I'm just going to run away. I'm just going to head west. And my roommate, Teresa, said, no, you're not. You don't even know which way's west. Which <laughs> 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 is true. <laughs> she said, we're going to get through this which we did. And I married Rodney, my dad and Kenneth Copeland performed the wedding and I borrowed my sister's wedding dress. I was so ashamed. Now it makes sense. Part of why your dad was telling me to let go. And there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people like that, Terry, who feel like that what, what, that what has happened in the past unqualifies them and nothing could be further from the truth. That's, the, that's exactly right. And, you know, truly letting go of that past because shame and guilt will keep you from your calling. And so I had to let it go. So Rodney, I went through a lot getting married like that, but God restored our marriage. Like I said, 30 years. And then we have a beautiful little girl. She's like five, nine, five, ten. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she and she and my daughters are great friends. Yes, they're some of the best friends. And she works here at the ministry, runs our marketing and media. So I'm very grateful. You have a television show called Live Your Dreams. Tell people yes. a little bit about that. Yes, the TV show airs on the Victory Channel. Mm -hmm. And basically, I teach people to stop looking at all the years you've lost. Let's look at the years you've got left. And I just walk through the keys to living your dreams. So it's fun for me because everywhere I go, I get to hear testimonies of people who are learning what when I'm still learning and what God's taught me to, you know, pay off their debts, get their bodies in shape, start their business or ministry, whatever it is, but truly live your dreams. Oh, that's great. Uh, Terry has written a number of books, but one of the most fascinating books is your book uh, titled Five Things Successful People Do Before 8 a.m. Can you share a little bit about that? Because I, I, I'd, like, I'd like for people to hear more about what, what they can do before 8 a.m. to be successful. Well, it's funny because my mom called me and she said, honey, can I do all these before 8 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> no, a.m., not p.m. Right. I said, mama, you can do them anytime you want. It's just a matter of having the right habits, you know. So, yeah, the five things that I, I learned, number one is pray and meditate that the most successful people, even ungodly people, pray and meditate every day. The second thing is to read. I hated reading and I had to make myself start reading books because leaders are readers and you have to learn more to earn more, right? So I started making myself read. The third is listening to messages, faith building messages. So every morning while I'm getting ready, it takes a long time to look like this. You know, I might as well push play. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, yes, so I do. I, I have a wife. I have, I have a more idea than you think. <laughs> <laughs> so I to just push and play in the morning and just building my faith for the day. 
The fourth habit is to write and review your dreams and goals. So every single day before I ever leave the house, I pray over my dreams and my goals for the year. And the fifth was exercise because I started asking myself, you know, Terry, stop looking at the one hour you don't have. Look at the 20 minutes you do have and go for a walk until exercise just became a way of life so that I could be fit for the assignment. Right. Yes. So those are the five habits that I began to learn years ago. And it's funny because today people will say, Terry, how did your life change so much? Because you were so insecure. I could barely even look people in the eyes. I had no dreams for my future. And people say, how did your life change so much? And I always say, I changed my routine and it changed my whole life. Mm, That's good. That's good. Brother Roberts, I heard John Maxwell make this statement and it literally changed me. He said, if I could come to your house and watch you for 24 hours, I could tell if you're going to be a success or a failure. I thought, dear God, how? (laughs) He said, you pick the day, but let me just watch you from the moment you wake up until you go to bed. He said, just by observing you in one full day, I can tell in what direction your life is going to go. He said, the reason I say that is because the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. Mm. The secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. So I started those five habits back in 2002. And when I heard John Maxwell say that the secret of your future is in your routine, I thought I'm not going to stop. And to this day, I still do those five habits. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, you also have a YouTube channel, don't you? Yes. Yes, we have a YouTube channel. How can people get to get to that YouTube channel? Yeah, it's just my full name, Terry Savelle Foy. And we have over 700 videos. And, you know, that's really how we've grown so much is through the YouTube channel. Something else you have is a magazine. Uh, that you you produce and I think so I've, I've read right once a year, and one of my fav- one of my wife's favorite messages that you that you uh, have in that is is on decluttering, on cluttering. Oh. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes, you know I told you before how my dad said to start practicing hearing God's voice and write it down. The first directive I ever heard from the Lord was not one day you're going to write books or you're going to help teenage girls. The first thing I ever heard the Lord say to me was clean your house. And I thought, is that the voice of God or my mom? Because (laughs) (laughs) surely that's not what God would tell me to do. But do you know, that was my first directive because I found out the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And God knew if I couldn't even get my house in order, how could I one day get a ministry in order? If I was a mess, my leadership would be a mess. So God started his, you know, revamping my life by getting me to clean my house, literally. So I wrote a whole book about it, how I didn't just clean the house. I actually took a big old CD player with me. I went to mom and dad's house and I stole a bunch of their faith building CDs. (laughs) (laughs) But I pushed play and I started hearing God's word. And as I was cleaning on the outside, God was cleaning me on the inside. That's wonderful. And what's amazing is nine months after I got my whole house clean and in order and structure in my life, that's when I was promoted as the CEO for Jerry Savelle Ministries. So getting the clutter cleaned up is actually a principle for promotion. Uh, That's wonderful. Terry, your dad and your mom have been such a blessing to Lindsay and me. I consider uh, your dad, Jerry Savelle, one of my best friends. And Lindsay considers your mom, Carolyn, one of her 
best friends. And we thank, thank God so much for the Savelle family and that the fact that you came out of that family and the fact that God is using you in such a powerful way. As we come now to the close of this podcast, I'd like to ask you to pray over people, and then I'll pray. Uh, Terry, there are people that are facing all kinds of problems. Uh, Many of them don't have a vision, like you said. Many of them are just existing from paycheck to paycheck, wondering how they're going to make it through the week. Uh, We see all that's going on in our country right now with the rising prices of gasoline, electricity, food, all kinds of stuff. And here we are, you know, in the holiday season, and and it looks like there are parts of America that are going to hell in a handbasket. But nevertheless, we have a God who is able to deliver us. And if we'll release our faith in him, would you pray for people right now? I'd be honored to. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for every precious person listening today. And Lord, I just declare your word. You said, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, you're doing a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Lord, I declare dreams and goals are being birthed on the inside of every person. And Lord, you said you would restore the years that the enemy stole. So Father, we thank you for restoration of every single thing that's been stolen, and we praise you for in Jesus' name. Amen. And even as Terry is praying, I hear the Lord saying three words, stop, look, and listen. Stop for a moment. Stop from all the hustle and bustle and recognize that God has not fallen off the throne. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Look, look, yes, be aware of your circumstances. Glance at them. But don't focus on that. Focus on God. Stop, look, and then listen. Listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit inside you because he is your teacher and he is your guide. And I pray over you today. I come against every sickness and every disease, every fear and every doubt. I come against anything and everything that has tried to come against you. I bind it in the name of Jesus, and I pray for your healing and for you to move forward and not backward, to advance and not retreat in your life in the authority of Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Terry, God bless you. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Such an honor. I love you so much. I love the whole family. Well, we love your family as well. God bless you and God bless you. And I'll see you next week with another outstanding guest on Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. Please share with your friends on social media and help spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. And if you need prayer, go to oralroberts.com slash prayer or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.